This is Rockin' Vino, the podcast about wine and music and how the two go so well together. Find new episodes every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever podcasts are offered. Find the show online at rockinvino.com and on social media at Rockin' Vino. Well, usually about this time, we'd be checking in on uh, a number of big festivals, huge music events happening over the summer here, looking over lineups, checking, you know, figuring out which bands to see. And this year, it's a little bit different. So uh, we thought we'd, uh, we'd dive into exactly what, uh, what the future of music and music festivals and concerts and, and what all that looks like. And uh, we brought the band back together for this one. So we've got... Uh, some old friends, Ashley and Sam, uh, on on with us today to to talk a little about this uh, as well. So, uh, welcome back, everyone. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, good hey guys. <laughs> so, I guess we're uh, to start off. Just uh, how's everyone been hanging in so far, and how do you how you feeling the time? How how you dealing with everything so far? Oh, it's been a rough one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, you know, we don't have any outdoor space here, so, you know, I I feel essentially like an overground house cat. (laughs) Yeah, literally trapped inside. (laughs) But besides that, you know, I mean, we're really just, uh, you know, some of the concerts that I had tickets to are really just what's been keeping me going through all this, and, um... I think my the first one on my list has just gotten canceled. I'm sure it won't be the last one. And, uh, you know, I think that's kind of my biggest fear right now because, you know, we all need something to look forward to right now. And with all of these cancellations happening, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know that it's going to be uh, the summer that I hoped it would be. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we, we've had definitely had a lot of concerts uh, booked and lined up. Uh, I've only had... Well, I've only heard that one has been officially canceled of our concerts, but I know there's a lot of people out there that are really just mourning the loss of one uh, big anticipated tour of the year. It's definitely, I know you guys definitely want to talk about the Rage Against the Machine tour. Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe that the whole thing yeah. just got canceled. It got canceled, right? And not just postponed. I mean, I, I'm still waiting for confirmation, but I'm pretty positive it's canceled for sure. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, there's no there's no rescheduled date, but I don't think that we have, we can do that feasibly at this point anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that is so heartbreaking. Was it supposed to be this month or was it supposed to be in May? Actually, I think it was supposed to be this month. Yeah. yeah it- I've already removed it from my calendar, so I don't have to think about it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to do that with Alice Cooper too, because Alice Cooper is the one that got uh, canceled for us thus far. And I'm just holding my breath on the others. I, you know, I'm going to just brace myself for the worst. And, and if we do get to see some of these guys, it's going to make my whole year, you know. So I'm just really, really uh, trying to remain hopeful. Yeah, it was such a bummer because 2020 was looking to be such a stellar year for concerts. I mean, all of these bands getting back together and hitting out on tour and all these great festivals with really great lineups that were, you know, just, we were all looking forward to an amazing year of like live music that, you know, that we've just been been anticipating for, for years to come. And it finally was here. And now, uh, now it's all been canceled, but hopefully, you know, this will all be done and maybe 
we'll just all have to pivot and maybe those concerts won't be as big, but maybe they'll still happen. You know, maybe there'll be a a bit more of an intimate type of a show or, um, you know, who knows, but the, the cool thing that I've been seeing out of this is a lot of these musicians have been turning to technology to connect with the fans, you know, do live streams via the, via Facebook or however they do it. Um, Instagram and, I mean, it's been kind of cool because they're also popping on to those live streams more often now where they can actually connect with fans and converse with them. And um, there was one I was actually watching Bad Flower. Um, They popped on to Instagram Live and were literally like bringing fans in to ask questions and they got one on one time with them. And, you know, it's just really cool just seeing these fans be super stoked to have FaceTime with their musician that they you know, adore. So it's, it's been, it's been rough for the live music scene, but it's also been cool to see how fans and artists are finding other ways to connect. Yeah, I agree. It's been really cool. Um, just like, uh, them having to, you know, if you can't connect with a concert, you gotta be posting videos. You gotta be talking to them face to face. I know like who did I see on Instagram? I know Paul Stanley is like laying down guitar licks and making little videos like every single day. Um, the guys in Five Finger Death Punch are sending videos of just what they're doing. They're driving down, you know, they're from Vegas, driving down the streets of Vegas and just like kind of remarking on how empty the streets are, which never happens in Vegas ever. And um, mm-hmm. so it's been cool <laughs> to, um, you feel almost a little closer with the band now that they're not just on stage. They're, talking about what they're doing daily they're given you know like words of encouragement and everything and responding to questions so that's been really fun one of my favorite things that i've seen recently on instagram um was has been a daily public service am- announcement uh by steel panther and you know no one even knows what, <laughs> oh, yeah. no one even knows what no one even knows what day it is anymore you know so they go what day is it you know and then one of them comes on and lets you know which day it is today is saturday like thank you so much satchel for letting me know because i really might have forgotten yeah so the days are definitely blending together for sure <laughs> yeah. so thank you for letting me know what day it is i really appreciate it <laughs> So one of the you quotes that kind of made the rounds this week was uh, somebody thought one some one of the quote unquote experts said we wouldn't see large concerts and events until fall 2021, which I think is probably a little exaggerated. But uh, let's assume those come back earlier. What, how, how do you think they look different? Uh, do you think uh, you know are people more spread out, or is it uh, you know less letting less people in a venue? How, what what kinds of things do you think we'll see that will make some of these events work? I mean, maybe like some of that X tape, you know, on the in the lines and everything. You know, stand here. You know, it's going to be a really long line around the stadium potentially. I feel like they're going to have to section out parts, like parcel out the <laughs> the event space, and only allow certain people in in um, in certain sections. You know, um, or maybe they'll have to add more seats so that way they kind of like have some distancing there. Um, I think for rock concerts, it's really hard because obviously, being a fan of rock music, you tend to want to get in the pit or get like all up in it, and so that would be really difficult. So. One of the funny things that I was thinking of is they can have everybody go in one of those one of those bubbles, you know, like <laughs> how you go in those giant like bubbles and you can like walk around. I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. And then you can still still kind of mosh that way. 
I mean, you know what we really yeah. need is just go Top Gun, or is it, well, not Top Gun, sorry, Naked Gun 2 and just do the full body condom. I, mean, <laughs> I really hope that we can deck them out in, in like rat, rock and roll, paint them, you know, just full body condoms. Let's just go there. There you go. Yep. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things, you know, things like uh, obvious things are are masks, you know, we might potentially all have to be wearing masks and gloves, which sounds extra sweaty, especially if if we're going to summer concerts. But, um, you know, I really, really hope that this is just an exaggeration um, because, you know, (laughs) at least three of the three of us on this podcast uh, that I know of have tickets that we really want to see in July. (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah and the, that's the that's the stadium tour and honestly my heart will be broken if that one gets canceled but you know i'm oh, hoping yeah. that worst comes to worst they'd have to reschedule it i will i will make that time if they have to reschedule yep. it i understand it's like hey if anyone's listening please don't cancel just Give us a chance to show up on a different day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they will. I mean, all of these bands that have gotten together, you know, reconnected and whatnot and set these these tours. So they clearly want to be out on the road again. So I don't I feel like we may have hit the pause button, but they're going to resume in whatever fashion they need to in the future to still get out and, and hit some live shows and make that happen in whatever capacity that is. Yeah, I, I like the idea of like skipping seats or adding more seating in there and just doing, you know, every other seat or something like that, or your group sits together, but, you know, seating around that. I don't know how they would track that, but I guess each person has how many tickets they have. But I I do like that idea of being able to keep your distance that way. Or with some of these other things, they might add seating in. Like if you originally had general admission, they might just assign you a seat or something like that, you know, or because you can't be pressed up against each other. You know, there probably will be a limitation on, on things like pits, um, you know, which I can't imagine aftershock without a pit. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, but that's in fall. So hopefully by fall, you know, with any luck, we'll have a little bit more of a handle on this. Wait, it seems- well, it's really... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, I was going to say, it seems like if, because a lot of places are going to the face coverings now, I mean, if that is effective, uh, it seems like a fair trade-off to be able to do some of these shows and not have to go too crazy in, in you know, making accommodations and things to, to be able to make them happen. I, I have no idea if that's workable or not, but it, it seems like a possibility. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would be... Um would not be opposed to wearing a mask and also to like kind of keeping my distance from people, which I kind of have been doing anyway for the most part. I mean, aftershock last year was definitely an exception where I got up, got up in it and got all sweaty and everybody else sweat everywhere too. So I also did get sick from aftershock. So, (laughs) I mean, um, so the face mask didn't provide much protection there, but we all know how dusty it was. So that was kind of unavoidable. Um, but regardless, I think, coming out of this people's um like reaction to interacting with each other is going to be different like we're not going to necessarily want to be all up in everybody's business in the pit i think like we have been before maybe maybe not maybe some people will have the opposite reaction and want to be in it in it that much more um but regardless i think every every venue will kind of have to figure out how to accommodate um 
giving everybody their own kind of personal space while also still being able to interact and have fun with the band and, you know, dance along and all that good stuff. Yeah, I think that out of all of these concerts, Aftershock is the one that I'm most, like, optimistic of being able to, like, have them pull it off pretty seamlessly um, just because of the venue, since it's, like, a wide-open space. I feel like if it's just, like, mandatory face masks or mandatory gloves and just beef up security a little bit just to be out there, like, reminding people, like, hey, try and keep your distance or, you know, hey, try not to sweat all over your neighbor or whatever like that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Aftershock is, like, kind of the best venue for this type of social distancing just because it's so massive if they just like have more screens going on so people in the back can see better because mm-hmm. security I, th- I think it, i think it's definitely doable uh just based just in terms of the venue and everything it, it being out in the open and stuff it does now does all this change the way you think about seeing a show because i you mentioned it before that uh you know i, I might think twice before being like i need to get right up front yeah maybe i'll take a few steps back farther back than i normally would uh i don't know it's a weird thing to think about that um just the way you take in a show yeah i hadn't really thought about it before you know i just i was hoping that things could resume business as usual but you know as we're all kind of talking about and realizing is that it's not going to be for a while um and you know i kind i feel like i have two different reactions brewing inside of me one is that i just want to go you know is that i really want to keep my distance and you know play it safe and you know be able to enjoy the bands but also you know stay away from people and and, uh kind of keep them safe as a result the other part of me (laughs) the part of me that loves rock and roll and that loves you know, kind of the rebellion that goes with that just wants to get all up in it, <laughs> just as far in it yeah. as I can go, you know, floating across people, um, you know, doing doing the things that we all love to do at shows. Um, you know, I really liked I really liked Aftershock last year because, you know, you we really got deep in it for, um, you know, deep, deep into the crowd until it's the really most um, concentrated groups of people to see Rob Zombie and uh, there's something really hypnotic about being kind of lost in the crowd. Everyone's all shoved together. You're basically one massive person for that entire mm-hmm. show. You know, the whole crowd is mo- they're pressed together so closely that they're, that you're moving just with the crowd. You don't have any kind of choice about where you're physically moving. You're just, you're with it. So part of me really loves that. And obviously it's not really going to be like that this year. Um, but there is a part of me that's just so tired of being inside that I will do anything. It's <laughs> 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 not a great way to think about it. And lots of people would be like putting a straight jacket on me so that I can't go outside and bear hug people. Um, but <laughs> I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that stir crazy point. Again, haven't been outside in days. So there we go. One of the parts yeah. that is, uh, I, I haven't seen anyone break this down yet, but I, I assume someone's thinking about this, that, I mean, if you look at live music, it's not kind of one size fits all. I mean, you have your festival shows, there's big arena shows, stadium shows, but then it goes all the way down to, you know, some of the smaller like theaters in the city or a local band playing Hot Monk or something like that. So I, I, I don't know how uh you know 
how blanket statement this all uh, this all applies to. I mean, I, I I don't know if some of those things will be able to start up sooner. If you could, you know, see a, a band at the Fillmore with maybe half the amount of people that might usually be there, or or how it will all eventually apply. But uh, one of the one of the weird parts that we'll <laughs> kind of have to see how it plays out as it uh, as it moves along. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely going to be interesting to see how all these different uh, venues and promoters and whatnot and bands, you know, how everybody just acclimates and changes and to make things work. So we'll see. Only time will tell. I don't know what the, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what the ease in for, a, like, I, I assume there, there's something to kind of ease shows back in, but I, I don't know quite what that looks like. <laughs> I, yeah. If they just sort and of I wonder, and I wonder if that's why you know they haven't even contemplated bringing them back because I don't know that that you know quote unquote authority figures know either. That, that's true. <laughs> well, it's interesting because they've been talking about um, you know um, reopening up in phases. You know, I think Florida was the first one to do so, and everybody, of course, swarmed the beaches, which is not what they want, but of course, that's what they're going to do. You can't stop that when you don't have some sort of limit on it. So it's really it's it has to be a little bit more well thought out thought out than like, hey, everybody, the beaches are back open or you can get back together again. There has to be some sort of guidelines to follow or, you know, something. Yeah. I mean, you know, speaking of that, I mean, it's not just small venues, things like Hot Monk, but, you know, we're. You know, you and I, Coco, are in the wine industry. Like, how, how even just company wide within our company, you know, would how how are we going to be able to manage that? You know, with our with our wine side, how do we manage bringing the customers back in? You know, we're so used to being able to interact with them closely, one on one. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's lots of lots of questions within hospitality and and the entertainment industry as a whole. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I just, you know, um, I think the focus is going to have to be on intimate, exclusive, you know, events. We can't really have those big parties like we used to, at least not for a while. Yeah, that's really going to have a big impact on, on how we are able to interact with our guests and um, accommodate them. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the... Yeah, and like... Oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say that... Um... Uh, you know, even just like a cursory like Google search, you know, lets you know that like people like quarantine was okay for, you know, the first month and everything. Maybe the first three weeks, people were like, all right, you know, we're staying home. We're going a little stir crazy, but this is manageable. But overall, it was never going to be sustainable. This whole lockdown, especially the economic lockdown, it was never going to be sustainable. You can't just keep people boarded up like that. And now you're seeing um, when you just Google search like popular news articles, like people are starting to like really like speak out about this. They're starting to rebel. They're starting to be, you know, riots. They're starting to be like demonstrations and everything like They're really lighting a fire under the government's feet to like start, like come up with a plan to open things back up and do it quickly, you know, do it efficiently, but do it really quickly. So hopefully that stuff, you know, continues to roll. So that by you know summer we're we're looking more optimistic and like going into the fall and everything like that. I, now I'm not sure how much uh, pressure this will put, but basically all these big festivals have kind of pegged October as when they think 
uh, they'll be able to to pull it off. I mean, there's there's Coachella, mm. Stagecoach, Bottle Rock, Aftershock, and I, who knows how? I mean, there's probably a list longer than that, uh, all happening on consecutive weekends in October. Uh, you wonder if how much pressure will come from that. That's got to be you would think billions of dollars tied up in probably 10 to 12 events happening within weeks of each other that uh oh, wow. that's that's got to factor in some way i think i mean just to to have all that sort of fly out the door if they can't do all of these these different events i i i don't know <laughs> Absolutely. yeah that's a good point Can you imagine if you had oh, like didn't aftershock it, uh, i think it funneled like millions of dollars into just sacramento's economy last year so that's a good point mike like if you take that and multiply it times like what like 10 for all these different festivals going on and so the month of october could just all of a sudden like surge so much money back into circulation and could be really good that's true it could have the kind of yeah. the slingshot opposite effect too yeah <laughs> yeah totally I'm just trying to imagine if you were the kind of person that was a big, because I, I don't go to a lot of festivals. I go to a lot of concerts, but for me personally, you know, I'm really pick and choose with my festivals because um, they're not all the same. But can you imagine having tickets to multiple festivals? Like you were like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go to Coachella in the spring. I'm going to do this summer, you know, festival. I'm going to, and then now they're all in October. Can you right. imagine having to choose? <laughs> they're all going to be like some of. There's going to be some overlap, and like you know, you're not going to be able to just be like, and I'm taking October off. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, party all month. So, as a consumer, like. How do you make that, you know, how, how is that even going to play out to be able to make those choices, too? I mean, I guess a lot of people already have their tickets and it's a done deal, but uh, I think it's just kind of interesting to think about, you know, what if you did have multiple festival tickets and now you're expected to go to them? <laughs> That's true. I mean, they're literally back-to-back -back in October. Like, uh, Bottle Rock, Aftershock, um country summer which i'm not into but that's in october as well it's like literally every single weekend and then you have halloween <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that makes me glad to be born in october festivals? yeah <laughs> party time do you think time. there's like a big Excellent. demographic overlap <laughs> in like who's going to these festivals like do you think it's oh. like the same audiences to or, some, there's got to be some i mean i think there's think so? definitely yeah. some but not the majority no not the majority. Okay. Okay. That's true. I mean, you have a lot of different music playing at Bottle Shock than you do at Aftershock. That's, that's definitely the truth. <laughs> uh, but you never know. You never know. Now, one of the uh, sort of controversies that came from this was with Ticketmaster. Uh, for a while, for a few weeks at least, uh, they wouldn't give refunds for postponed shows. Uh, if if the show in theory was still happening, uh, you couldn't get a you couldn't get a refund for it. Uh, this week they turned that around. Uh, they're starting to give refunds, and if you need one, they'll give you a hundred and fifty. Well, if you want uh, credit, they'll give you a hundred and fifty percent of the ticket price you paid. So, uh, wow, kind of a <laughs> a cool way to build oh, up geez. some concert cash there. Yeah, that makes me. Pass it away. 
Though yeah, no, that makes me think a little differently about my my concert tickets right now. <laughs> Though I mean, I'm, I'm sitting on several thousand dollars of concert tickets that I don't know if they're going to happen. So you're making me think. <laughs> Though knowing Ticketmaster, they'll they'll find a way to get you in the end. Like you, you can only apply it to like four shows. Like <laughs> who knows? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that, I didn't even think about that. You know, I, and I'm assuming that they turned that around because they were getting some really bad press for you know a week or two there. Um, you know, to me personally. The shows mean more than the money to me right now, you know, with tickets in hand. I'm visibly viewing my, my Megadeth tickets, my <laughs> Sammy Hagar Whitesnake tickets, my, um, you know, I have, I have a fistful of tickets right now. And, you know, do I want that money more right now or do I, do I really just want to see those bands? And I think the answer right now, um, because I am employed... <laughs> So um, it's definitely, I want to see the shows. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be great to be able to actually go to the shows, but we'll see. Yeah. Now, I feel like I probably know the answer to this, but I'll, 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 I'll ask it anyways. Now, does, does this whole situation, does it make you less likely to go see a live show or more, uh, more anxious that you have to see a live show? Sam? Uh, for me, um, if I understand the question right, I, I'm still probably just as likely to want and to be eager to go see a live show. Um, the only thing that I would be worried about, I would honestly, and I might sound like an asshole for saying this, I would still operate the same as I do. I would still, you know, be trying to get it to the front, be in the mosh pit, you know, like as long as everybody else was cool with it, I would just kind of proceed as the norm. Um, that I like to do at, at shows, I would be worried more about like, okay, like is some security guard going to come and like call me out and tell me, you know, get out of the crowd or something like that. I would be worried about, you know, like the authority kind of disrupting the fun, but I would still be just as likely to, you know, act as I normally do at shows as long as I'm not, you know, stepping on anyone's toes and offending them or, or pissing people off and everything like that. Or if they feel like they're in danger, you know, as long as that's not going on. You know, I would, it would be business as usual for me. I don't know. I think I'd kind of have to feel the vibe in the crowd and see what I was, see what I was kind of feeling in the moment, um, with the music and with the crowd itself, you know, um, I think I would just kind of have to gauge it on site, but most likely I'd probably hang back and, and then if I felt different, then I'd, you know, do what I felt like I needed to do, (laughs) but also stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, I, I feel so. You guys are coming on kind of different, a little bit of different points of view. One thing that that is important to think about, and because you know we're we're here in Sonoma County, you know currently there's only around 160 cases. There's been two deaths. You know, um, for an area as big with as many people and as big an industry that we do have here in Sonoma, it's easy to say we want to get back in there because we really don't. I mean, obviously, there's more than 162 cases, you know, and there's probably, you know, at least double or quadruple the amount, but it's much lower than somewhere else, you know. So if I was in Los Angeles right now and had tickets to see a show in Los Angeles, um, I might have a different viewpoint, you know. So I know, you know, I'm from L.A., 
I have a lot of friends that are down there, and uh, it's a scarier place to be right now because many, many pe- more people are infected with this virus. So uh, one nice thing is that on my weather app on my phone, uh, I can actually see, I can look per county and per town and see how many um, active cases that we know of are, are there, how many deaths have been there for every single place that that I could think to want to visit. So, you know, I think it also just really is hugely dependent on the area and uh, how dense the population is and how hard um, this pandemic has hit that particular area. So I think that, that that's going to consider. Well, yeah, we can... that's a good point, Ash. And... Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, yeah, Ash, that's a real good point. And I think... Yeah, and for me, like, um, I, like, I'm not really worried about myself too much with this virus. I think the most important thing is like, I don't want to catch it and carry it to like my family. My parents are sick right now, and everything. That's more of a concern than like my own kind of like safety and stuff like that. So, and that goes back to your point, Coco. Like, it is important, I think, to gauge the crowd, gauge what's going on. You know, see see what people are doing, and and go from there. Kind of strategize a little bit more. So that does make sense. So we can uh, we can close out on a we'll, we'll say a positive note here. We'll, uh, we'll go around the, the virtual table. Make make your prediction of uh, when you'll be seeing live music next. We, I guess pick. Uh, we'll be optimistic and say pick a month. <laughs> you'll be seeing uh, your next live show. I'll let you guys go first. I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I would be surprised if October happened, but if it does, I think it would have to be a small, intimate show. I don't mm-hmm. think that any festivals are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sam, I would say, yeah, I'm thinking October does seem kind of like a long shot. I might say, but I want to say October, <laughs> but I would probably <laughs> say maybe uh, I really want to, but I would probably say spring of next year, not not fall of next year, like they were saying. I think spring, maybe mid to late. So this time next year. About this time next year, yeah. All right, I'm going to close my eyes and, and just make <laughs> a prayer to the universe right now and just say, I'm going to be the eternal optimist here and just say July 19th, 2020, because <laughs> we have stadium tour tickets and we need to go. That a girl. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to, uh, boy, I, I'm going to stay on the somewhat optimistic side. I'm going to say October. I'm going to say we're going to figure it out and uh, right. it's going to be a busy October. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's nice. for any size or do you think that's for like what, how, oh, how, what gathering geez. size are you anticipating? Uh, I think the big gatherings are going to be tough. So I, I probably got to say I'm going to stick to the smaller shows I'm going to say maybe up to maybe a thousand or so it, the the big events are going to be tough but uh, I, I'm going to say music will happen in October <laughs> I hope so I mean that right would on. be great that'd be a great birthday present for me <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. excellent well we will look forward to the uh, the weeks and months ahead and, and see how it plays out and, and thanks everybody for uh for calling in and, and stay safe out there thank you guys all right, all right. It's been a pleasure. yeah thanks guys